Part two of the Lays of Ancient Rome by Thomas Babington Macaulay. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Nathan at antipodeanwriter.wordpress.com. The Lays of Ancient Rome by Thomas Babington Macaulay. Part two. The Battle of the Lake Regillus. A lay sung at the feast of Castor and Pollux on the Ides of Quintilus in the year of the city, 451. O trumpets, sound a war note. O lictors, clear the way. The knights will ride in all their pride along the streets today. Today the doors and windows are hung with garlands all. From Castor in the Forum to Mars without the wall. Each knight is robed in purple, with olive each is crowned. A gallant war-horse under each pours haughtily the ground, while flows the yellow river, while stands the sacred hill. The proud Ides of Quintilus shall have such honour still. Gay are the Martian calends, December's nones are grey, but the proud Ides, when the squadron rides, shall be Rome's whitest day unto the great twin brethren we keep this solemn feast swift swift the great twin brethren came spurring from the east they came over wild parthenius tossing in waves of pine over cura's dome over adria's foam over purple apennine from where with flutes and dances their ancient mansion rings in lordly lacedaemon the city of two kings to where by Lake Regillus, under the Porcian height, all in the lands of Tusculum, was fought the glorious fight. Now on the place of slaughter, a cots and sheepfolds seen, and rows of vines and fields of wheat, and apple orchards green. The swine crush the big acorns that fall from cornice oaks. Upon the turf, by the fair font, the reaper's pottage smokes. The fisher baits his angle, the hunter twangs his bow. Little they think on those strong limbs that moulder deep below. Little they think how sternly that day the trumpets pealed, how in the slippery swamp of blood warrior and warhorse reeled, how wolves came with fierce gallop and crows on eager wings to tear the flesh of captains and peck the eyes of kings how thick the dead lay scattered under the Porcian height, how through the gates of Tusculum raved the wild stream of flight, and how the lake Regillus bubbled with crimson foam, what time the thirty cities came forth to war with Rome. But, Roman, when thou standest upon that holy ground, look thou with heed on the dark rock that girds the dark lake round, so shalt thou see a hoof-mark stamped deep into the flint. It was no hoof of mortal steed that made so strange a dint. There to the great twin brethren, vow thou, thou vials, and pray, that they in tempest and in fight will keep thy head alway. Since last the great twin brethren of mortal eyes were seen, have years gone by an hundred and fourscore and thirteen. That summer, our Virginius was consul first in place. The second was stout Aulus of the post-Humian race. The herald of the Latines from Gabii came in state. 
the herald of the latines passed through rome's eastern gate the herald of the latines did in our forum stand and there he did his office a sceptre in his hand here senators and people of the good town of rome the thirty cities charge you to bring the tarquins home and if ye still be stubborn to work the tarquins wrong the thirty cities warn you look that your walls be strong then spake the council aulus he spake a bitter jest once the jays sent a message unto the eagle's nest now yield thou up thine eyrie unto the carrion kite or come forth valiantly and face the jays in deadly fight forth looked in wrath the eagle and carrion kite and jay soon as they saw his beak and claw fled screaming far away the herald of the latines hath hied him back in state the fathers of the city are met in high debate then spake the elder consul an ancient man and wise now hearken conscript fathers to that which i advise in seasons of great peril tis good that one bear sway then choose we a dictator whom all men shall obey camerium knows how deeply the sword of all the spites and all our city calls him the man of seventy fights then let him be dictator for six months and no more and have a master of the knights and axes twenty-four so aulus was dictator the man of seventy fights he made a beauteous elver his master of the knights on the third morn thereafter at dawning of the day did aulus and a beauteous set forth with their array sempronius atratinus was left in charge at home with boys and with grey-headed men to keep the walls of rome hard by the lake regillus our camp was pitched at night eastward a mile the latines lay under the porcian height for over hill and valley their mighty host was spread and with their thousand watch-fires the midnight sky was red up rose the golden morning over the porcian height the proud ides of quintilus marked evermore with white not without secret trouble our bravest saw the foes girt by threescore thousand spears the thirty standards rose from every warlike city that boasts the latian name foredoomed to dogs and vultures that gallant army came from setia's purple vineyards from norba's ancient wall from the white streets of tusculum the proudest town of all from where the witch's fortress overhangs the dark blue seas from the still glassy lake that sleeps beneath aricia's trees those trees in whose dim shadow the ghastly priest doth reign the priest who slew the slayer and shall himself be slain from the drear banks of euphens where flights of marsh fowl play and buffaloes lie wallowing through the hot summer's day from the gigantic watch-towers no work of earthly men whence Cora's sentinels overlook the never-ending fen from the laurentian jungle the wild hog's reedy home from the green steppes whence anio leaps in floods of snow-white foam aricia cora norba elytre with the might of setia and of tusculum were marshalled on the right their leader was mamilius 
prince of the latian name upon his head a helmet of red gold shone like flame high on a gallant charger of dark grey hue he rode over his gilded armour a vest of purple flowed woven in the land of sunrise by syria's dark-browed daughters and by the sails of carthage brought far over the southern waters lavinium and laurentum had on their left the post with all the banners of the marsh and banners of the coast their leader was false sextus that wrought the deed of shame with restless pace and haggard face to his last field he came men said he saw strange visions which none beside might see and that strange sounds were in his ears which none might hear but he a woman fair and stately but pale as are the dead oft through the watches of the night sate spinning by his bed and as she plied the distaff in a sweet voice and low she sang of great old houses and fights fought long ago so spun she and so sang she until the east was grey then pointed to her bleeding breast and shrieked and fled away but in the centre thickest were ranged the shields of foes and from the centre loudest the cry of battle rose there tiber marched and pedum beneath proud tarquin's rule and ferentinum of the rock and gabii of the pool there rode the volscian suckers there in a dark stern ring the roman exiles gathered close around the ancient king though white as mount seracti when winter nights are long his beard flowed down over mail and belt his heart and hand were strong under his hoary eyebrows still flashed forth quenchless rage and if the lance shook in his grip twas more with hate than age close at his side was titus on an apollean steed titus the youngest tarquin too good for such a breed now on each side the leaders gave signal for the charge and on each side the footman strode on with lance and targe and on each side the horsemen struck their spurs deep in gore and front to front the armies met with a mighty roar and under that great battle the earth with blood was red and like the pontine fog at morn the dust hung overhead and louder still and louder rose from the darkened field the braying of the war-horns the clang of sword and shield the rush of squadrons sweeping like whirlwinds over the plain the shouting of the slayers and screeching of the slain false sextus rode out foremost his look was high and bold his corslet was of bison's hide plated with steel and gold as glares the famished eagle from the digentian rock on a choice lamb that bounds alone before bandusia's flock herminius glared on sextus and came with eagle speed herminius on black Uster, brave champion on brave steed in his right hand the broadsword that kept the bridge so well and on his helm the crown he won when proud fidine fell woe to the maid whose lover shall cross his path to-day false sextus saw and trembled and turned and fled away as turns as flies the woodman in the calabrian brake 
when through the reeds gleams the round eye of that fell speckled snake so turned so fled false sextus and hid him in the rear behind the dark lavinian ranks bristling with crest and spear but far to the north abutius the master of the knights gave tubero of norba to feed the porcian kites next under those red horse hoofs flaccus of setia lay better had he been pruning among his elms that day mamilius saw the slaughter and tossed his golden crest and towards the master of the knights through the thick battle pressed abutius smote mamilius so fiercely on the shield that the great lord of tusculum well nigh rolled on the field mamilius smote abutius with a good aim and true just where the neck and shoulder join and pierced him through and through and brave abutius elva fell swooning to the ground but a thick wall of bucklers encompassed him around his clients from the battle bear him some little space and filled a helm from the dark lake and bathed his brow and face and when at last he opened his swimming eyes to light men say the earliest word he spake was friends how goes the fight but meanwhile in the centre great deeds of arms were wrought there aulus the dictator and there valerius fought aulus with his good broadsword a bloody passage cleared to where amidst the thickest foes he saw the long white beard flat lighted that good broadsword upon proud tarquin's head he dropped the lance he dropped the reins he fell as fall the dead down all his springs to slay him with eyes like coals of fire but faster titus hath sprung down and hath bestrode his sire latian captains roman knights fast down to earth they spring and hand to hand they fight on foot around the ancient king first titus gave tall Caso a death wound in the face tall Caso was the bravest man of the brave fabian race aulus slew rex of gabii the priest of juno's shrine valerius smote down julius of rome's great julian line julius who left his mansion high on the velian hill and through all turns of weal and woe followed proud tarquin still now right across proud tarquin a corpse was julius laid and titus groaned with rage and grief and at valerius made valerius struck at titus and lopped off half his crest but titus stabbed valerius a span deep in the breast like a mast snapped by the tempest valerius reeled and fell ah woe is me for the good house that loves the people well then shouted loud the latines and with one rush they bore the struggling romans backward three lances length and more and up they took proud tarquin and laid him on a shield and four strong yeomen bare him still senseless from the field but fiercer grew the fighting around valerius dead for titus dragged him by the foot and aulus by the head on latines on quoth titus see how the rebels fly romans stand firm quoth aulus and win this fight or die they must not give valerius to raven and to kite for i valerius loathed the wrong and i upheld the right and for your wives and babies 
in the front rank he fell now play the man for the good house that loves the people well then tenfold round the body the roar of battle rose like the roar of a burning forest when a strong north wind blows now backward and now forward rocked furiously the fray till none could see valerius and none wist where he lay the shivered arms and ensigns were heaped there in a mound and corpses stiff and dying men that writhed and gnawed the ground and wounded horses kicking and snorting purple foam right well did such a couch befit a consular of rome but north looked the dictator north looked he long and hard and spake to caius cossus the captain of his guard caius of all the romans thou hast the keenest sight say what through yonder storm of dust comes from the latian right then answered caius cossus i see an evil sight the banner of proud tusculum comes from the latian right i see the plumed horsemen and far before the rest i see the dark grey charger i see the purple vest i see the golden helmet that shines far off like flame so ever rides mamilius prince of the latian name now hearken caius cossus spring on thy horse's back ride as the wolves of apennine were all upon thy track haste to our southward battle and never draw thy rein until thou find herminius and bid him come amain so aulus spake and turned him again to that fierce strife and caius cossus mounted and rode for death and life loud clanged beneath his horse hoofs the helmets of the dead and many a curdling pool of blood splashed him from heel to head so came he far to southward where fought the roman host against the banners of the marsh and banners of the coast like corn before the sickle the stout lavinians fell beneath the edge of the true sword that kept the bridge so well herminius aulus greets thee he bids thee come with speed to help our central battle for sore is there our need there wars the youngest tarquin and there the crest of flame the tusculan mamilius prince of the latian name valerius hath fallen fighting in front of our array and aulus of the seventy fields alone upholds the day herminius beat his bosom but never a word he spake he clapped his hand on ulster's mane he gave the reins a shake away away went ulster like an arrow from the bow black ulster was the fleetest steed from orthodus to po right glad were all the romans who in that hour of dread against great odds bear up the war around valerius dead when from the south the cheering rose with a mighty swell herminius comes herminius who kept the bridge so well mamilius spied herminius and dashed across the way herminius i have sought thee through many a bloody day one of us too herminius shall never more go home i will lay on for tusculum and lay thou on for rome all round them paused the battle while met in mortal fray the roman and the tusculan the horses black and grey herminius smote mamilius through breastplate and through breast and fast flowed out the purple blood over the purple vest mamilius smote herminius through headpiece and through head 
and side by side those chiefs of pride together fell down dead down fell they dead together in a great lake of gore and still stood all who saw them fall all men might count a score fast fast with heels wild spurning the dark grey charger fled he burst through ranks of fighting men he sprang over heaps of dead his bridle far out streaming his flanks all blood and foam he sought the southern mountains the mountains of his home the pass was steep and rugged the wolves they howled and whined but he ran like a whirlwind up the pass and he left the wolves behind through many a startled hamlet thundered his flying feet he rushed through the gate of tusculum he rushed up the long white street he rushed by tower and temple and paused not from his race till he stood before his master's door in the stately market-place and straightway round him gathered a pale and trembling crowd and when they knew him cries of rage break forth and wailing loud and women rent their tresses for their great prince's fall and old men girt on their old swords and went to man the wall but like a graven image black oster kept his place and ever wistfully he looked into his master's face the raven mane that daily with pats and fond caresses the young herminia washed and combed and twined in even tresses and decked with coloured ribbands from her own gay attire hung sadly over her father's corpse in carnage and in mire forth with a shout sprang titus and seized black ooster's rein then aulus swore a fearful oath and ran at him amain the furies of thy brother with me and mine abide if one of your accursed house upon black oster ride as on an alpine watch-tower from heaven comes down the flame full on the neck of titus the blade of aulus came and out the red blood spouted in a wide arch and tall as spouts a fountain in the court of some rich campuans hall the knees of all the latines were loosened with dismay when dead on dead herminius the bravest tarquin lay and aulus the dictator stroked auster's raven mane with heed he looked unto the girths with heed unto the rein now bear me well black holster into yon thick array and thou and i will have revenge for thy good lord to-day so spake he and was buckling tighter black holster's band when he was aware of a princely pair that rode at his right hand so like they were no mortal might one from other know white as snow their armour was their steeds were white as snow never on earthly anvil did such rare armour gleam and never did such gallant steeds drink of an earthly stream and all who saw them trembled and pale grew every cheek and aulus the dictator scarce gathered voice to speak say by what name men call you what city is your home and wherefore ride ye in such guise before the ranks of rome by many names men call us in many lands we dwell well samothracia knows us cyrene knows us well our house in grey tarentum is hung each morn with flowers high over the masts of syracuse our marble portal towers 
But by the proud Eurotas is our dear native home, And for the right we come to fight before the ranks of Rome. So answered those strange horsemen, and each couched low his spear, And forthwith all the ranks of Rome were bold and of good cheer. And on the thirty armies came wonder and affright, And Ardia wavered on the left, and Cora on the right. Rome to the charge, cried Aulus, the foe begins to yield. Charge for the hearth of Vesta, charge for the golden shield. Let no man stop to plunder, but slay and slay and slay. The gods who live for ever are on our side today. Then the fierce trumpet flourish from earth to heaven arose. The kites know well the long stern swell that bids the Romans close. Then the good sword of Aulus was lifted up to slay. Then, like a crag down Apennine, rushed Ulster through the fray. But under those strange horsemen still thicker lay the slain, and after those strange horses black Ulster toiled in vain. Behind them Rome's long battle came rolling on the foe, ensigns dancing wild above, blades all in a line below. So comes the Po in flood time upon the Celtic plain. So comes the squall blacker than night upon the Adrian main. Now by our sire, Quirinus, it was a goodly sight to see the thirty standards swept down the tide of flight. So flies the spray of Adria when on the black squall doth blow. So corn sheaves in the flood time spin down the whirling po. While Sextus to the mountains turned first his horse's head and fast fled Ferentinum and fast lanuvium fled the horsemen of nomentum spurred hard out of the fray the footmen of velitre threw shield and spear away and underfoot was trampled amidst the mud and gore the banner of proud tusculum that never stooped before and down went flavius faustus who led his stately ranks from where the apple blossoms wave on anio's echoing banks and tullus of arpinum chief of the volscian aids and metius with the long fair curls the love of anxos maids and the white head of volso the great arician seer and nepos of laurentum the hunter of the deer and in the back false sextus felt the good roman steel and wriggling in the dust he died like a worm beneath the wheel and flyers and pursuers were mingled in a mass and far away the battle went roaring through the pass sempronius atratinus sate in the eastern gate beside him were three fathers each in his chair of state fabius whose nine stout grandsons that day were in the field and manlius eldest of the twelve who keep the golden shield and sergius the high pontiff for wisdom far renowned in all utrerius colleges was no such pontiff found and all around the portal and high above the wall stood a great throng of people but sad and silent all young lads and stooping elders that might not bear the mail matrons with lips that quivered and maids with faces pale since the first gleam of daylight sempronius had not ceased to listen for the rushing of horse hoofs from the east the mist of eve was rising the sun was hastening down when he was aware of a princely pair fast pricking towards the town so like they were man never 
saw twins so like before red with gore their armour was their steeds were red with gore hail to the great asylum hail to the hilltops seven hail to the fire that burns for eye and the shield that fell from heaven this day by lake regillus under the porcian height all in the lands of tusculum was fought a glorious fight to-morrow your dictator shall bring in triumph home the spoils of thirty cities to deck the shrines of rome then burst from that great concourse a shout that shook the towers and some ran north and some ran south crying the day is ours but on rode these strange horsemen with slow and lordly pace and none who saw their bearing durst ask their name or race on rode they to the forum while laurel boughs and flowers from housetops and from windows fell on their crests in showers when they drew nigh to vesta they vaulted down a main and washed their horses in the well that springs by vesta's fane and straightway they mounted and rode to vesta's door then like a blast away they passed and no man saw them more and all the people trembled and pale grew every cheek and sergius the high pontiff alone found voice to speak the gods who live for ever have fought for rome to-day these be the great twin brethren to whom the dorians pray back comes the chief in triumph who in the hour of fight hath seen the great twin brethren in harness on his right safe comes the ship to haven through billows and through gales if once the great twin brethren sit shining on the sails wherefore they washed their horses in vesta's holy well wherefore they rode to vesta's door i know but may not tell here hard by vesta's temple build we a stately dome unto the great twin brethren who fought so well for rome and when the months returning bring back this day of fight the proud ides of quintilus marked evermore with white unto the great twin brethren let all the people throng with chaplets and with offerings with music and with song and let the doors and windows be hung with garlands all and let the knights be summoned to mars without the wall thence let them ride in purple with joyous trumpet sound each mounted on his war-horse and each with olive crowned and pass in solemn order before the sacred dome where dwell the great twin brethren who fought so well for rome End of part two recorded by Nathan at antipodeanwriter.wordpress.com. dot com